Welcome back to High Fidelity Top 5, the weekly podcast where we talk about the movie High Fidelity five minutes at a time. I'm Kathy Stoker. I'm David Stoker. I'm Candace LaSalle. And I'm Chris LaSalle. Hi, everyone. Hey. Hey. Hi, everyone. Um, This episode is the one that starts with Penny Hardwick calling to a friend and ends with Barry bullying Dick about the Righteous Brothers. So, how's everyone doing? And what did we think of this next five to ten minutes? Or six to to ten minutes? (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm doing great. first time doing it. We're good. We're good. Yep. Okay. I'm excited. Excited to talk about minutes to six through ten. I know. I've been like waiting all week. <laughs> deja vu. Deja vu. Yeah, this seems like deja vu all over. Oh, all, right. all right. So the Penny Hardwick, uh, right? Scene. I guess not. It's not the whole flashback. Uh, flashback. Right. Yeah. So she is. She. She doesn't get called, but a friend of hers is calling her, and she looks in the direction of Rob, and he notices her. She doesn't notice him. Yeah, I don't. Right? It's yeah, because like one of his buddies like is wax him like, oh look, and then he looks over, and mm-hmm. Penny glances at him, and does she? There's a glance. Okay, but all right, and, and his group of friends. The, the group of friends. So are the is a group of friends. Uh, I feel like I wanted to say super friends. But the group of friends, uh, are they nerds or burnouts? Ooh, burnouts. Um, I kind of like that, yeah. Because the... They give me a little bit of a burnout vibe. Nerds? I don't think they don't look cool enough to be nerds. (laughs) Oh, that's interesting. (laughs) I don't know. I I don't know. I, I think a combination of nerd burnout... Nerd burnout. That's like a new subgenre of right. social status. Yeah. Well, um, what do you think of them, Dave? Yeah, that's I, I, I. When Chris said burnout, that's exactly what came to mind. Is that they they were like the the burnouts, the the stoners, the you know the. But they also look very you know because the the one kid has the you know the Jordy LaForge visor on and right. who's Jordy LaForge? Well, he's from Star Trek: The Next Generation. <laughs> Oh, so it's the rainbow. Was uh, the banana clip? Yes. yes. Right, right, right. Banana but clip. Wearing, but he's wearing like the sunglass visor that's like super thin, and it makes him look all futuristic. Oh, right. <laughs> it's okay. very very '80s nerd, right? Because that's yes. that's right. Sixteen that's why can- I think, if, yeah, yeah, sixteen why I think candles got a right. Okay, so it's <clears throat> right. Wait, 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 wait. So we're calling that nerd. So when this, who's this LaForge? What is his name? Jordy LaForge. Jordy LaForge. When was that a thing? That was in the late 80s. The late 80s. So when are they in high school? The, uh, I'm going to say the mid-80s based on what we're seeing here. So they wouldn't have seen Jordy LaForge. No, he's not wearing a, he's not wearing a Jordy LaForge. Oh, this is like... This is just like neon 80s. Yes, like, okay, you know, sorry. I, got, I was getting all confused because when I think neon 80s, I don't think nerds. I think but, neon. I think cool. Well, I was I was saying this. So those sunglasses, those show up again and or again, or they they were in sixteen candles. Sixteen candles, yeah. And there's like a this, right. they pan across like this whole crowd of high school kids and okay. And it's very much this is a group of nerds. Look at this guy with his weird sunglasses. Really? When was that? When was sixteen candles set? Mid eighties. Mid eighties. Okay. Okay. Right. All right. I'm just. Yeah, looking at those guys, I guess, yeah, I do like the word burnout better than nerds, but I guess some of them look a little nerdy. I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like, is he trying to look like James Dean, not uh, Rob? <laughs> yeah, not with his cigarette hanging out of his mouth like that. He like looks he just, like, like what's that lady, the Hallmark lady, that old lady with the set? Right, right. Maxine. <laughs> Maxine. The, I'm like, the Hallmark lady? What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm a... <laughs> it took me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I mean, who holds it? There's a cigarette like that. Like, it does not look cool at all. Right. No. Right. I don't know. It's I think I mean, right. people it's can just... look cool smoking a cigarette. Yeah, sorry. Right. But right. They can. <laughs> Is he supposed to be the bad guy and that's what attracts Penny to him? Right. It's hard to say because you, you don't really get uh, really any 
we don't know the story of how they got together. You know, there's like maybe a glance. She maybe just like sees him out there on the quad, and yeah. all of a sudden they're in. But even they're that little out. glance, she almost looks like ew. Right? <laughs> yeah, ew. <laughs> um. And so then the next scene, yeah, they're they're in the makeout party at the makeout party that I've never been to one of those. Right? Are makeout parties really a thing? Um, I've never, I've never been, to, been one. to one. I don't know what you're talking about. So now we know what category we all fall in. Yeah. But then so so if he's a nerd, so so are we saying what was the word burnout? Burnout. Burnout. So burnouts go to makeout parties. We're classifying people. We're stereotyping I people know, right now. I shouldn't yeah. be doing that. Sorry. Well, no. So are we saying makeout parties are exclusively for the popular clique? Right. Well, saying? according to Boy Meets World, which we were watching last night, Charlotte, who's 13, and I were watching, yeah. and that was set... Mid-80s? Actually, no. <laughs> no, no. I think it was, I don't know. I think it was later than that. But there was a makeup party, and all the, according to the show, the cool kids got invited to the makeup party. Mm. So... I feel like I heard a rumor of a makeup party in high school, like it's like a vague story, but... Well, I mean, a makeup party does sound like it's for the cool kids. It doesn't sound like it's for the nerds. Sorry. He just, Sorry, nerds. He just seems to me so, um, <laughs> I don't know, like such a jerk. You know, when they're... It's the hair. At the makeup, at the makeup, the makeup party. He just... Right. God. Well, he's a teenage boy. He's after the boobs, man. Well, yes, they're oh, rightfully God. theirs, right? <laughs> I know. You know? He, there's a little bit of a, like, you know, like, oh. uh, God, right. okay, puts it all into perspective now. Oh, they give it, yeah, he's given away all of our, all your secrets, all our secrets as teenage <laughs> boys. Yep, <laughs> darn it. Right. Uh, yeah, well, he does. Little... Me- he does mention that in the first minute, though, when he's talking about um, the first girl, and he's like, you know, the, what what happened to them? They grew breasts. Like, right. you know, he has a fixation on breasts, obviously, right. like right. most teenage boys. Yes. He's Being one, you know, a, a long time ago, I can admit to that. Oh. Yes, oh. until they realize what they're really for. Sorry. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, fa- want to go there? Do we want to go there? Fidelity minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, is he? Is he the only one? Are they the only ones fighting? Looks like everybody else is. Everyone else oh. is just making out. He's Everyone's like trying into- to. Yeah, you know, he's all over her. He's pretty aggressive. Yeah. yeah. Again, that's why I, I don't like him. And the thing is, I haven't watched the movie in so long, but my memories are fond of him, you know, liking his character. And now rewatching this for whatever the number it is, I'm just like, ew. Like, yeah. not at this point, I am not liking Rob at all. Well, he does a lot of stuff, I think, that, I mean, you go through it and he mm. is can be pretty douchey. I mean, he does a lot of stuff, and and poor Penny. I don't know. I just, I feel a great deal for her that when he says that to her on their her front step, like, well, yeah. what's the point? Like, ah, oh, like dagger in a way. Like she's yeah. trying to be whoever she is, and right, you know, and to ha- have that be the reason that, oh, God, I don't know. Yeah, what a, yeah. She looks pretty heartbroken too on the step so you know was does that are we does that imply that she was more into that relationship than he was i don't know i still think i, I really think that it's, it's just what he says just the hurtful I think it's yeah, really just the hurt of yeah like, right and then he puts his hood up i'm just noticing <laughs> this like he puts his hood up like what's that so That's every so scene cool. every scene we've seen of rob he's wearing that stupid jacket Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do you know anyone, Chris, in high school who wore the same jacket every day? A stupid jacket? A stupid like, what's jacket? that? Like, the long jacket? French coat? Like, a know. trench coat? I, I feel like you're setting me up for something I don't want to answer. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've heard stories about someone wearing a jacket. Maybe that's a discussion for another time. But, you know, <laughs> we all had our things. There was her, a spruce yeah. shirt. I love. There was a story that goes with that jacket, Oh, so that would, which which jacket are we talking, Chris? You're probably talking about the black denim, like long trench coat like jacket. Is that what well, you're talking about? Well, there's there's that one, and then there's your 
black blazer. Oh, Dave, I love that blazer. I would wear that blazer right now. Chris is still looking for that blazer. I, yeah. This is a black blazer with like the sleeves were pre-rolled up. Oh, yes. Was there pretty fabric on the inside? I was. It was it was purple and gray paisleys on the rolled up part of the sleeve. Okay. I loved that. I, I, I was going to say, I would have worn that jacket every day, but I think Dave just outed me that I wore that jacket <laughs> every day. You did wear it every but wait, day. Okay, so what I'm hearing there are two jackets we're speaking of. The other jacket is a horrible, horrible, horrible thing. and uh, so, so what came first? Oh, I don't. I think the blazer came first. Well, the first one that came first was the gray zip-up sweatshirt. All right. <laughs> so I, I think we, in Chris's defense, I think we've all had these things we thought were very cool. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That we wore all the time because we thought they were cool. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So you're not alone, Chris. You were just getting teased <laughs> so about I'll it. I'll just throw yeah. this out there for Dave, right? Okay. So if I could have worn my black blazer with the rolled up sleeves and my Huey Lewis and the News shirt underneath it, I would have made the two put them together. Why didn't you? Well, I'm just, this is just another shirt that I used to wear constantly oh. like in oh. eighth grade. Oh. Oh. My first the concert. sports album. Yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Chris, it's one of the endearing things I, you know, uh, <laughs> over the years I, I've, I, I admired about you wearing Loving the jacket. Yes. 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 Friends of many decades. Um. <laughs> okay, so back to the makeout party. Yes, back to the makeout party. <laughs> the, the Let's talk about Penny again. So, were you always wearing this? Sh- no, oh, Chris. So, so now you never got invited to makeout parties. That's probably the reason. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so yeah. You know, so anything shirt. else on Penny? Yes, the Esprit shirt. Oh, the Esprit oh, shirt. Yeah. Speaking of fashion. Speaking of fashion. Oh, Dave's looking at me. Sorry, I got excited when I saw the Esprit. It reminded me of my Esprit tote bag right. that I had. Um, that I thought was cool because it, you know, you wore it over your shoulder and it carried your books, even though then the handles would break because it wasn't meant to carry books. But anyway, did you, did you have a, a, a t-shirt, Candace, or a tote bag? I didn't. I loved Esprit, though. It was, you know, the, the popular brand that, like, Guess. Do you remember Guess? Jeans? Yes. Sure. Yep. Um, yeah. So I worked in a department store in the junior section, so all of my money went to Esprit clothing, and I loved it. You put your paycheck right back into the store. Always. When I think about like how much money I made an hour, it was like four something an hour. It's crazy. Yeah. And I think, God, I could buy clothes with that. I mean, I could still picture the price tags and. Right. Yeah, good times. But, For sure. For sure. Yeah. So yeah, I have me- I have memories of Esprit bags like all over the yeah, place. I didn't like have these a big, they were giant, right? Were they like huge? Yes. And, yeah. Why yeah. did I have a bag? Big tote bag. Yeah, no, I didn't yeah. have one. So yeah, so then, right, Penny and, or Rob breaks up with Penny, and then we flash forward to the present time, right? Well, we miss, so there's the one scene where right. he um, he's in science class. And, oh, sorry. And, you know. Oh, he finds Chris, out that. Chris Thompson went out on a couple dates and then slept with her. Right, yes. And, and he discusses, apparently, very graphically to Rob. Right. Because Rob gets very excited and blows up his experiment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I never you connected those dots, way. did you? <laughs> I so didn't see it that way. Yeah. Yeah, for me, that moment was like, okay, going back to the burnout nerd thing. Like He looks very nerdy, Lane Myers and Better Off Dead at yeah. that moment. Like right. the thing exploding right. in his face. and um, He doesn't look cool at all in that moment. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I... And then I'm like, did she really sleep with them? No way. I don't think so. I don't know. I feel like in some, I feel like, well, I feel like maybe we do find out later what the real story is. But based on her look, her face, and how like wounded she is, I think by what he says to her, that maybe she just kind of let him. Which, mm-hmm. uh, uh, okay, let's move on to the next scene because that makes me yes. upset. I know, I know. I don't want to. Yeah, you're right. Don't don't delve into that part. So yeah, so now we get to see Rob introducing his store, Championship Final. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which I chuckled. I never really paid attention to. Noticed before that the name of the store is actually up on uh, a marquee sign where you normally you know put oh, like, the like latest sale. You know. Yeah. So it's very temporary, which... Yeah, like, is it a lot of turnover? Could be, I mean, how long has he been there? But, I mean, the store looks like 
he's been there a long time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I guess the H fell off, doesn't it? Say I know. I, I totally just noticed that, that the H rest fell off. Champions yeah. IP vinyl. Right. And it's on the corner of, what is it? Milwaukee? And Honor Street, which is actually a real location oh. in Chicago. Did you look it up, Dave? I did. Well, that's awesome. They, of course, since this movie came out, have completely redone this area, so it looks more modern now. Um, do that we like that? I'm sorry, That makes me sad. I always, always like the idea of you know being able to go see you know a movie location in real life. Like, oh, yeah. if I ever got to Chicago, go check that out. But so it's not there anymore. Yeah, it looks complete. It look actually looks completely different. Like the uh, the green sort of round thing on the corner is gone and all of the you know it's all bricked over now and just looks completely different mm-hmm. do you um all like the title of the store judge no. no i don't you don't not particularly was uh i like so the it orig- yeah so in the um in the in the script and i don't know if this is for the book but it was called the record exchange, the record exchange. Mm. yeah that sounds better yeah, I like that better too. Yeah, I don't. You know, oh, okay. I don't. I, I like Championship Final. You do? I do too, and I don't know. Do I like it because I'm familiar with it? Um, the Record Exchange. I don't know. No. Eh. It's Championship Final. That makes me think of like CD Exchange. Is that a store? <laughs> Am I making that up? You know what? That sounds really familiar. Yeah, maybe uh, it's a main thing or something. Maybe. But sorry. Uh, I like Record Exchange better. Uh, Record Emporium is cool. Mm. Mm, no. Oh. <laughs> I think Record Emporium is cool. <laughs> I like that too, Chris, and I'm laughing because we always joke how Dave and Candace are like B- or are BFFs and they have similar tastes. It, it makes me think of that really bad movie called Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium. Oh, no. Yeah, no, that's not <laughs> so where Every I was... time I hear Emporium, that's, that's what I think of. Oh, that's not oh, okay. I... All right, anyway... Um, so so this is so he he's now entering he, into his his store that he right. owns. Yeah, he it looks pretty legit. I like I was uh, what, what I found uh, looking into it is that this is a set. It's not a inside. Oh. It's not really. It's not a real store. But I'm like, man, mm. it, yeah, it looks legit. Yeah, I mean, it does. It looks like a real store. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It reminds me of that store up in Portsmouth we've gone to before with you guys. Um, what's it called? Bull. Bull Moose. Bull Moose Bull Music. Moose music yeah. yeah. Yep. Do you guys, uh, is that a local thing? I think it's pretty regional, yeah. I mean, regional. I, don't, I don't think they're much You guys beyond. don't have that down, because we have one in Maine, or a couple in Maine. Yep. Okay, so. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty cool store. I mean, would I go into that store? <laughs> Probably not. No. With Chris, you would. With, well, I, yeah, I was going to say on my own. Oh, no. right. With Chris, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've, <laughs> We'd have to explore pretty... the whole thing. There's so much to see. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty distinct clientele, I think, they have there. Yeah. Which, you know, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what my point was going to be, so forget it. Where uh, Chris is such, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Chris. Oh, no, I was, I was uh, you know, I like to think I'm... Like, oh, I'm hip to the music. and, and <laughs> But uh, even some of the stuff they're talking about in this minute is like, oh, you know, uh, the place is almost, uh, caters exclusively to, you know, young men looking for deleted Smith singles and uh, original, not re-released uh, Frank Zappa albums. and Underline Frank Zappa. Yeah, so is, that's what makes me feel like I don't know what I'm talking about is underlined a... A used record thing, a terminology I'm just not familiar with, or is he just emphasizing the words, you know, uh, original, not re-released? Mm. That's what I, I I got stuck on that as I was going through these minutes. I'm like, what is he talking about right there? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I didn't find an answer, so I'm assuming it's emphasis. Yeah, emphasis. Yeah. I've never in my life looked for any of like those options in a song before, so I couldn't relate to any of it. You don't go looking for deleted Smith singles in your free time? I, don't, <clears> I couldn't <throat> tell you one Smith song. Oh. So, no, I don't. either. Yeah, That's okay, Candace. I don't think I could either. I bet you Chris could. How soon is now? 
What about Frank no, no. Zappa? What about Frank Zappa? Oh, uh, I'm not a Frank Zappa. Shame. I feel like you know. Oh, Frank Zappa. Everybody, should, you know, you should know Frank Zappa. I, I don't. I don't. I couldn't even. If I heard a Frank Zappa song, I probably wouldn't be able to tell you. That surprises me. Uh, I now have homework <laughs> for next episode. <laughs> right? I will listen really to Frank Zappa me. and tell you what I think. Yeah. Um. So we get to meet uh, Dick. Yeah. As part of this, as uh, as Rob's walking in. Um. What do you think of Dick? Yeah. Do we like Dick? Yeah, he's the the uh, nanny from the movie Jerry Maguire, right? Yep. Oh, right. The au pair. Oh, the au pair. Okay. I wouldn't. I didn't remember that, and I kind of. I'm trying to remember. So he watches the little kid. That little. Yeah. <laughs> the brain yes. kid. The funny boy. Yeah. Right. The brain weighs ten pounds or something. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. The human head weighs ten pounds. Yeah. So. Right. So so Dick's played by Todd. I'm gonna ma- mangle his name, Todd Luizo, Luizo. That sounds. Um, who's he's actually better known for like directing things than acting, oh. which surprised me. Yeah, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. But he was in Apollo, Jerry Maguire, Scent of a Woman, Apollo 13, which I can't place him in Apollo 13 oh. unless he's he's one of the nerds, probably working one of the. <laughs> <laughs> no you know? typecasting here. Right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <clears throat> I, I like him. You know, he comes in. He's got the headphones around his neck, which makes me think, "Oh gosh, that people have been doing this for decades." Where, you know, I think sometimes we think it's a new thing that teenagers are wearing their AirPods, you know, either in their ears or around their neck. Um, he seems definitely a little nerdy, and then you juxtapose Rob with him, who's at this point just so cranky and jaded and cynical and skeptical. Yeah, and what's, um, Dick, what's, what band, he's asking, wait, does Rob ask him, or he asked no. Rob about, did you, okay, no. or he found, oh, no, he found He found, his weekend was, he found the new, the first album, first uh, album of, uh, the Licorice Comfits. Uh, yes. Right. Okay. And, uh, offering to make a tape of it for Rob. Yes. Uh, and, uh, it, for me, this gets, you know, weird, like Rob and Dick's relationship is, Rob seems like totally like annoyed, like, oh God, you know, another, another tape from Dick. Uh-huh. <laughs> like it, it, right. you right. can definitely tell he's implying that he's got other tapes that he's gotten from him that he hasn't even listened to. And which I don't get, like if there's both, you know, these consumers of music and everything, why, you know, is Dick's taste in music just so far away from Rob's that, it just never works because I get the impression that Rob is doesn't care for this stuff. Yeah, or is it a, that he's just in a mood this no. morning? Yeah, he did just break up with Laura. Yes, right. Or did she break up with him? Wait. Oh, she broke up with him. I'm sorry. So yeah. I'm a rewriting history. <laughs> <laughs> licorice, licorice comfits uh, is not a real band. Just not a, a real band. Not a real you band. Don't say. <laughs> I do say. So I'm. I, so I'm. I'm like uh, loving that we're doing the podcast for several reasons, and one of them is just like, ooh, all the music, right? There's, you know, I own the soundtrack album, right? It's like twelve or thirteen songs, but there is something like seventy different pieces of music that are actually appear in the film, and so I'm like, ooh, I'm going to catalog them all. That's going to be my job on this show. Um, so, you know, went Are hunting jobs. I know. Like, wait a second. What? Are you assigning <laughs> these jobs out or didn't you get the memo? <laughs> what are our jobs? Oh, boy. Yeah. Just charm. <laughs> Just charm. Oh. Well, we can do that. Right. Uh, but yeah, so Licorice Comfits is actually a, it's a made up band and there are, there'll be others in the oh. film. So that's cool. keep an out, keep an eye out for real versus. Right. T-shirt versus opportunities, fake. right? Dave, you can make a t-shirt for this. Sure. Well, I think we can uh, add that to our swag list. Yeah. Cool. Licorice comfort. Cool, 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 cool. Black cool. licorice or red licorice? Uh, I don't know. You never, anytime you hear somebody talk about licorice, it always ends up being black licorice. Nobody's like, oh, I love strawberry Twizzlers. It's always, do you like licorice? I mean, the black stuff? Well, I think no. of licorice as like a flavor. I don't necessarily think of like licorice as like, oh, Twizzlers are raspberry licorice. Like licorice. So when someone says like, um, my dad used to drink anisette all the time. It has a licorice flavor right. to it. Mm-hmm. So I think of black licorice as the, yeah. I think yeah. of licorice as always being 
the black black licorice, right? Gross. Yeah. The anise flavor or whatever that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Pass. So, so the two Pass. things that's, that I, that about Dick. Um, one is in the script. <laughs> The character Dick. You mean, you mean Richard? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> in uh, in the script, he he is described as uh, a nervous, forlorn but sweet and intelligent disco file, which I think accurately describes Dick. Mm-hmm. But then it goes on to say, with long greasy black hair, a Sonic Youth T-shirt, and a monstrous pair of headphones, mm-hmm. which again I don't think. Personify, uh, you know, become is Vic is Dick because a long di- black hair and he doesn't wear t he doesn't wear t shirts. He's always wearing like some sort of button up or something like that. Right. Right. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad they didn't make that part of his character the long greasy hair. I don't know because he does have this. Yeah, the rest of it like nails it. Yeah, the rest of it nails it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's more Barry. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because uh, Dick has—he's just unassuming and a right. little endearing in his quirky, mm-hmm. oddballish sort of way. I think he's got to work on his social skills too, because yeah. I don't think he was picking up on any of uh, Rob's cues yes. that he was not interested in that conversation. Right. Yes. <laughs> Especially since Rob, I think, does he not have his back to him the whole time he's talking to him? Pretty much. <laughs> Like, that's the first clue right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, social skills. Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye out for the rest of the movie how Dick does in that way, as far as, like, picking up on... Yep. Yeah, he's got... I think he has a tiny bit of a character arc, you know, mm, yeah. in, in the story. But Right. Oh, right. Um, yeah. I keep forgetting about all the stuff that happens. I know. It's, it's fun. Yeah. So Dick offering to make a tape of Licorice Comforts for... Um, for Rob, <laughs> I don't know why he's making me laugh, but it's not making me laugh. So Richard's decision to make a tape or offering, uh, just going back to Jerry Maguire, he yeah. made a tape for Jerry Maguire as well, or gave Jerry Maguire a tape right. of some um, jazz music for uh-huh. his uh, to set the mood with Renee Zellweger's he character. Did. Yeah. How often? When? How? How many times did he met Jerry Maguire that he's given him a tape to set the mood? Yeah. Didn't, didn't they have a conversation? I feel like they had yeah, an awkward I think conversation. They met a couple and, times. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm like, wow. Yeah. But uh, whose side is he on? That's a really good point. Is there a Jerry Maguire minute? Should we check in with those guys? For <laughs> <Or> that. <laughs> <laughs> they probably. Yeah. I feel like there was only one conversation because you're right. It was. He went on a date with Renee Zellweger. Came home. Kick the au pair out, and the au pair said, "Here's a tape for your the rest of your evening." Yeah. <laughs> it is kind of a well, that's bit of a jump. Mm, another ew. Another Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Did any of you guys have uh, big old headphones like Dick has in this? No. 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 I, I do. I do like them now, but I never had them when I was when do I was wear growing them, up. Dave? Do you wear them like you know all the like he does or? I can't because you? I've got a big old thick neck, <laughs> and they won't fit around. They won't fit around. <laughs> now, uh, Kathy, you don't you have some Beats? Wait, uh, <laughs> is that Beats with two E's? Am I supposed to explain to to the one person who's listening um, that I thought I had Beats? <laughs> When it really was that, I thought that was the the overall name for everyone's new headphones. I didn't realize it was only wait who does the Beats again? Which, <laughs> which well, Beats does Beats. Oh, uh, but oh, I was thinking of a particular like musician or rapper who yeah, it wasn't Doctor Dre. Doctor Dre, yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I've got rock and beats or hip beats, cool beats. Um, I I didn't have cool big headphones like that though when I was. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess he's, what, 30? In his 30s? No. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. year is this again? 2000 or before? Oh, wait. Uh, no, we know. We find out. Yeah, we we actually, they, they pin it to a date um, because Dick says uh, they're listening to the new Bell and Sebastian. Um, the song that's playing is uh, Seymour Stein, uh, which is from... 
Bell and Sebastian's album, uh, Boy with an Arab Strap, that came out in 1998. Whew, that was a long way around to getting to 1998. 1998. Yeah. Okay, so okay. they exist in the universe of 1998. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's good. 1998. Right. So it kind of hangs together. Yeah. Mm. They're a little older than we are. Yeah. I wasn't walking around then. Yeah. I've always wanted to, but I never had a cool pair. I mean, right. even now as an adult, I'm like, I don't know if I could find a cool pair. I know the ones I'm wearing right now aren't cool. They're cool. Makes I think cool. they're cool. I think they're super cool. I'm digging them. They're okay. Like, they're not beats, though. <laughs> they're no beats, for sure. Yeah. We need no. some with, like, the little kitty ears that light up. Oh. Like yeah. Ariana Grande. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely not. No? I know two people. I work with too many people that have those, and uh, they're not cool in person. Oh. Well, oh, they, like, wear them, they wear them to the office? I think they're yes. cute. Oh, wow. I find that interesting because our, you know, 13-year-old daughter has those. So you work with You work with kids? Who <laughs> wear them. Yeah, they, uh... Yeah. So, yeah. so but, but you really like them in case any of your coworkers are listening... <laughs> <laughs> yes, nice. you love those headphones. Yes, you wish yes. you had a pair. Yes. Um, yes. So, how about Jack Black's character? Right. <laughs> yeah. So he comes in next. He kicks the door down. Right. Does kicks the door down. Kicks, yeah. yeah. According to the book, he is uh, he's uh, air he's air guitaring a Clash song. I could not pick out which Clash song he is doing based no. on his. It's too much. Too much Jack Black in there that it just sounds like Jack Black. <laughs> And I could not pick out the Clash riff. Um, so, uh, shame on me. I don't know if any of you tried. Anybody um, recognize well, I the riff? I, I haven't read the book. Yeah. So I didn't know that he was air guitaring a Clash song. You know, I had other But you're such a huge was, Clash fan. I, I, I figured, was, figured you'd know all of this. Again, another band. I couldn't name one of their songs. <laughs> me either. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> How's he described in the script? Do we know? Is he? It doesn't. Uh, just says uh, acid tongue, post punk rock misanthrope. That's it. His teeth are clenched in an air guitar concentration, and he's phonetically cranking a Clash riff. Mm. Oh, so it's in the script too. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The whole the whole from here like forward <clears throat> from when he walks in the door to at least the end of these five minutes. Uh, it's almost verbatim from the book, like the right. conversation yeah. he has with Rob and with Dick. It's all, uh, which is fun because it's just like because as I'm reading it, you right. just hear you them. Can hear you them. can hear them, which is fun. What t-shirt is he wearing when he's? I mean, does he? He he has a shirt on. He sure does. That's like well, because you said <laughs> did you say in the last show that you're going to keep track of the shirts. Thanks for is this. The thanks, first thanks one for, we see in this. No, in, in this minute. In yes. this minute. Uh, sorry, like, in these this episode. Yes. When we say shirt, I mean obviously they're all wearing shirts, but like band <laughs> shirts or something. Yeah. So he's wearing it. Uh, it's actually it's not a band shirt. Oh. It's a it's a dragster. Um, it's an like iron car. Uh, yeah, well, it's a, a car. funny car. It's a funny car dragster. Okay. Um, it's actually an iron on. Um, oh, nice. And it's by <laughs> it's by the uh, it's actually I don't know if it's a if it's a replica or vintage I'm guessing because it's uh, I've lost a Barry I'm guessing because it's Barry it is a vintage shirt from the sure. 70s but it's right. made, it's made sure. by um, uh, the company's called Roach um, and they were they like pioneered uh, the whole iron on t shirt trend of the 70s oh cool oh, wow awesome. um, and so, uh, so yeah, it actually says that the, uh, you can't see it here. I did a little bit of research, but under, at the bottom of the, of the image, it says Roach 74. Right. Uh, so, so that's when it, that's when it came out. Okay. Um, cool. but I went on, I don't know about you guys. Uh, I went down memory lane with iron on t-shirts. There was an iron on t-shirt place in one of our local malls. Oh, yeah. And I used to love going in there because every time you go in it had that smell at first, like you know, the iron on the process, right? Is there psh, they get those big yes. steam iron things that they actually stick the the transfers on the t-shirts. But then it was just just floor to ceiling, all the designs you could choose from, and some of them were, you know, as a kid they were kind of naughty, risque, risque yeah. and uh, <laughs> but you know, crazy, crazy artwork, psychedelic, and I mean, it couldn't be more seventies. If you saw some of these images, if you Google like you know Roach. Did you get any of those t-shirts? I don't feel like I ever really had any of those t-shirts. I can picture the store. Yeah. I don't know that I ever got any t-shirts. I Did definitely, you guys? I, mean, I, I had one, 
and I have a picture of it, and it's a sweatshirt, and it was of grease. <gasps> nice. <laughs> Who was it? Who was, was on it? Sandy or I, no? I think it was. Uh, I think it's the scene um, where they're talking about uh, grease lightning. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, so you have a picture of that. I do. Sounds like we're going to need to see that and post that somewhere. So maybe, maybe, maybe I. I love I that. Need to see it. Um, I I had some. I didn't have like the kind of quintessential seventies, like the these all these funky designs. Yeah. Um, but I definitely had iron ons, and they were mostly like Star Wars. Like I had a Princess Leia one, and uh, you know, like the Star Wars movie poster, and yeah. um, so I definitely I know, I had I them. No? I mean, we have stores where we live, like down, like yeah, you can downtown. still get. I, it's well, not the I same it, though. It just doesn't. It's. I, well, no, but I think they make them right there for you. Mm. Yeah, I think they right? do. Yeah, I yeah. think they do, but it just doesn't. You don't but walk in anymore they, and feel like it's the right, same. Right? No, of course. Yeah, but to the kids, it might feel the same. Maybe. Is it because you're not 13 anymore, Chris? Right. That's yes, what that's what it is. I'm <laughs> yeah. just trying to live in the past, and yeah. this doesn't right. work. Right. Right. Boo. <laughs> So the other, to, oh, go ahead, Kathy. No, I was going to say the other blast from the past in this scene is, you know, so Barry comes in, he's a whirlwind, yeah. and then they're at the cash register, and uh, I got really excited at looking at that, you know, 1990s cash register, because I loved, you know, I just loved cash registers when I was younger. Yeah, I love a cash register. I, I mean... Oh, that's right. Yeah, I do. And I remember, like, well, when I got my job, it was obviously using the cash register, and then the credit card machine was like that slide. Yes. You know, you slide oh, yeah. the. Junk. And, um, but, I mean, I used to set up like my toy cash register on the ironing board, and have like Monopoly money, and like sell all my <laughs> toys and stuff, and that was yeah. I love a cash register. I could like just the sound, the right. Um, yep. Yeah. The drawer thunking out at you. Yeah. 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 But back to Barry. Yes. So he comes, you know, banging through. And, I mean, does he immediately criticize the music that they're playing? Right? Yes. Within microseconds, yeah. He's like, right. what is this? What am I listening to? <laughs> right, yeah. Right. The aforementioned Bell and yeah. Sebastian. It's, yeah, so rude. But so Jack Black, I feel like. Like the actor. Yeah, when oh, you guys think, know. like, when you think about Jack Black, right. you know, he's been in a lot of stuff, and yeah. I don't think this is his, this isn't his first movie. Right. He was in, yeah. like, Cable Guy earlier. Uh -huh. uh, I don't know when Saving Silverman came out, but, you know, he had a big, Saving yeah, he's, Silverman. yeah. Uh, but this, to me, is, like, when you think of Jack Black and him being Jack Black, I think of this character. Right. Um, and but maybe, I don't think of Jack Black as a jerk, though. But all his shenanigans seems... Right, right. So I think of Barry as a bit of a jerk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't think of Jack Black as a jerk, because I know him so well. Right. <laughs> um, um, maybe we'll have him on. I, I think his energy, <laughs> his energy, his facial expressions, right. like that's Jack Black. Maybe yes. Maybe the jerkiness. Right, yeah. right. And you can clearly tell in the scene when uh, Barry comes in, Dick and him do not get along mm -hmm. like dick clearly shows exasperation the moment barry walks in he's kind of like oh. right. it takes you know, a like, lot of energy to deal with barry I think, yeah like him. he's ready for the fight like oh yeah. my god we're gonna go up through this again and he just knows that something's gonna right. gonna come up yeah chemistry yeah oh, i'm sorry chris oh no no i'm just thinking yeah, yeah the when barry immediately like pops the tape out and then just just whips it, whips it at Dick. This is yours. <laughs> Chucks it at him like God. I mean, take it out, put it on the counter, maybe. But no, his disdain for that song is enough that he throws it at Dick. Right, right, right. Oh, and then poor Dick has to like wind up the tape again, and and he's just so passive about it. He doesn't say anything oh. yep. to him. Like like the. Uh. The but then Barry plays Walking on Sunshine, which is such an awesome song. Right, and it seems so not, to me, I mean, I guess I don't, it just doesn't seem like a hymn song. Right. But I don't know where it falls in the category of, I don't know, how they classify music, so. Well, that's the sad part. Right? We don't get to hear the rest of his, his Monday morning. Yeah, yeah was right? this, is this supposed to be a... Like, is he being a jerk on purpose with the song? Like, is he, is he being, is this like a is sarcastic... 
yeah, you know, thing. Right. I thought he liked it. I got the impression that he liked it, or, or is he being ironic? Is yeah, that what you're saying, that's, I know, because I do feel like it just does not feel like a Barry song yeah. to me. It's poppy. It's it's poppy. I would yeah. listen to it, and I don't think Barry would listen to the songs I listen to. Mm. And so, so that's so, what, uh, yeah, I don't know. So in, the keep, script, okay. in the script, yep. um, it's a different song. Oh, yeah. It's oh. it's How to Kill a Radio Consultant by Public Enemy. Oh. Ooh, big is, the song, is the song they reference. Okay. Yeah. Right, so... Yeah, I don't know that song, and I'm guessing I probably wouldn't listen to that song. So that sounds more like a Barry song. But maybe they wanted to appeal to a bigger, I don't know. Yeah, I wonder why it's I wonder why know. they didn't play that one. I mean, it's Walking yeah. on Sunshine in the book. Okay. Um, oh, all right. All right. But um, I don't know. That's, yeah. It could be just for what we're talking about. It's like, well, you know, we should keep track of the musical taste of the characters, mm-hmm. maybe, as we're mm-hmm. going through this. Right. And, right. Yeah, is this ironic or... Or maybe um, it is something he'd listen to. Because he, he talks about, he, he's like, you know, come on, Rob, don't you want to know what's next? Which I love. I love that line. Like, don't you want to know? Because like, I'm sure everybody wants to know what's next. Even yeah. though they're like, Barry's annoying and you're like, okay, walking in sunshine. But yeah, what did you put next on your tape? Yeah, I want to know. Um, but but his answer, he's like, oh, little Latin loopy loo. You know, he's like, again, it's like, well, is that supposed to be? Is he putting on there like ha ha ha? I put that on there, is, or is well, he? That's sincere? what I think because they're all music snobs, and I feel like a music snob is not going to listen to Katrina and the Waves, yeah. mm-hmm. or you know the Righteous Brothers. I just I don't necessarily feel like these are these are. That's them's fighting words. Oh. Barry's all over it, right? Like, what's wrong with the Righteous Brothers? Because uh, Dick's talking about the other version, the Mitch Ryder and the uh, and the Troy Wheel. wheels, yeah. yeah. Um, so he's ready to get in a fight over the Righteous Brothers. Right. Do you, right. anybody well, I think that was just him disagreeing with Dick for the sake of oh, disagreeing. Disagreeing, yeah. So the Monday morning mix. Barry's Monday morning mix. Yeah, he, yeah Barry's Monday morning mix. I mean, He made uh, it just for you. Yeah, I, like I want to know. I want to know what else is on it, right? Well, maybe after we watch the whole movie and we kind of figure out who he is maybe we can come up with what his Monday morning mix would be so fill in the blanks fill in the blanks now here's a question for you you know he pulled out a cassette tape right which I think in the 90s is appropriate right yep we're yeah. still making mixtapes and nobody really made mixed CDs and right you know now we're in the era of Spotify so you can just make a playlist um but do you think his Monday morning mixes both sides of that tape it's a 90 minute mixtape oh. for Monday morning or do you oh. think it's oh, probably yeah, I guess so. If it's a whole tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. That's right. They had sixty minutes and ninety minutes, and <gasps> that's right. Yeah, yeah. different lengths. Of oh, sh- yes, I just had that flashback. Yes. Thank you, Chris. There's nothing. That, I mean, I, I used you know I've, I've made mixtapes. I'm sure, we all have, and you know, just trying to figure it out. Are you gonna be able to squeeze that last that's song right. onto, the, onto the side before they run out of tape? And uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, walk down memory lane. So. Uh, do you guys want to share your Monday morning mixtapes? Yeah, we all made our own Monday morning sure. mixtapes, right? We did. We did. We did. Kathy, yeah. do you want to go first? Uh, sure. Um, the way I thought about this was I think I was inspired by Jack, by, Jack Blackberry and his dance moves. And <laughs> yeah. whether, again, I tend to sometimes be naive. I saw him as really enjoying um, Walking on Sunshine. So I was looking at songs that you know i want to dance to i get excited for as i'm you know driving to school um to teach or that i would play in my classroom in between um classes so um my first one is it takes two by rob bass um (laughs) fun which also reminds me of when i was back in high school in the early 90s and we had a jukebox in our cafeteria what What? yes yes what kind of school did you go to Study Hall, Franklin High School, shout out to the Panthers. Which <laughs> to be dying that I said that. Um, so <laughs> I wish people could see his face right now. So we used to listen to this song oh, all okay, the time. Fun. All the time. It takes two. Okay. Um, then number two, uh, Sugar Magnolia by the Grateful Dead. Um, I just love this song. I'm not a, a, a I don't want to say I'm not a fan of the dead. I just don't listen and, and never did listen to the dead a whole bunch. But um, one of my coworkers, he's a dead fan. So I was trying to um, 
listen to some of the music so I could talk to him about it. And I was discovered Sugar Magnolia and just loved that song as well. So um, that's that. The third one is Baba O'Reilly um, by The Who. Good some one. people call it Teenage Wasteland, but it's Baba O'Reilly. Yep. This song also was in the HBO TV series Newsroom, mm. and I teach journalism. And so um, for the past handful of years, my advanced journalism students like this as their theme song, fun. which is you know fun, so we play this. Um, and so I really like that one. The next one, number four, is We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. Nice. Again, love that song. another high school favorite, mm-hmm. and we just loved memorizing the words to the song. <laughs> and then lastly is I Knew You Were Waiting For Me by Aretha Franklin and George Michael. Oh. And I just really like this song. Um, it's got a like combination of sort of, you know, Aretha Franklin's soulfulness. Yeah. Um, George Michael, a little bit of pop. Um, and I just really like that. That's another upbeat song too. So that's that's my list, and I'm excited because we, filming and Chris, we created a Spotify list, right, for our songs. That's yeah. right. Yep. So there'll be uh, we'll talk about it at the yeah. We created a Spotify account for the show, and uh, so we'll be sharing the playlists that we come up with. We'll be sharing the music from from the movie. So we're gonna try and catalog all the music from the movie. Um, so we'll be able to go listen to like I can go listen to Caddies because I don't know some of those songs. I, okay. Yeah, there's at least one of those that you read the Franklin and George Michael. I don't know that I one. Totally know that song. Do I? How yeah. does it go? I'm not gonna sing it. <laughs> I can't either because I'm not a good singer. All right. Yeah. So it's a uh, yeah. The it's a um, high fidelity top five is the account. So right. you uh, go check it out on Spotify and we'll have all those playlists available. So Kathy, you're. So when are you listening to this Monday morning mix? Are you listening to it as you're getting ready? Or driving to school, or... It would like, most likely be driving to school. Yeah. And then, like, I, I would easily... Sometimes I play music at the beginning of class, and okay. well, the students are coming in, so I could I would play any one of these songs. Um, oh and it's always fun to see which students, now that we're older, um, yeah. which students know one of the songs or mm-hmm. more you know, more than one of the songs. And, and then they end up usually saying, oh, my dad listens to that music, or my aunt... <laughs> Billy Joel, mm. or you know, yeah. <laughs> like that. Um, you know, so yeah, cool. fun choices. Yeah, like, yeah thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Who wants to go next? Chris can go next. Oh, Chris. Uh, oh, thanks. So we're vo- so we're volunteering people today. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So mine was uh, I set mine up as as kind of a this is what I would want to listen to in my car on my commute to work, um, and kind of taking it from. Uh, kind of waking up to getting pumped up uh so it's to the oh, so, so this, it's like a transition it's a transition so this one goes in order okay. um it starts with uh welcome to the boomtown by david and david it's from mm. the 80s and uh it's kind of a kind of mellow um gets a little yeah it's kind of mellow but it kind of grows uh, uh in pace as it gets closer to the end um followed up by keep the car running by arcade fire uh, which is a very, actually very similar. It starts out pretty mellow, but it ends up uh, kind of high energy towards the end. Um, then I jump into total high energy, uh, Radio Kaliningrad by Handsome Furs, which is just, it's just, every time I listen to it, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> love this song. It sounds like a make-up, made-up name that Dick made up. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's by the Licorice Comfits. Um, uh then I, uh, then I, uh, another favorite of mine, just a favorite of mine that has some high energy is "The Big Sky" by Kate Bush. Um, so that one again is is uh, just a whole song. It just makes me want to dance uh, throughout the whole thing. And then I ended it with "All My Friends" by LCD Sound System, which is um, same kind of thing. It's kind of got that still uh, starts slow but ends up high energy towards the end. Uh, and it's also pretty long. I think it's like an eight minute long song. So it's a just the a live. Good, mm, it's wow. not not the live version. Oh. Maybe I, I should have done the live version. I love a live version. Are you being sarcastic? Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh you're thinking like Dave Matthews. Oh, I love this oh, song. 20 minutes. 20 minutes of it. I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so that's uh, that's mine. Well, I'm now also excited for that because for the playlist because I don't know any of those songs. Yeah, of them. I'm super excited for that. Other than the Arcade Fire one. Okay. Which I only heard like three months ago. <laughs> so, I've only heard of Kate Bush. <laughs> Well, I mean, I've heard, yeah, yeah I, I know Kate Bush, but I don't know her music, and I know I probably should, having 
I know you're a huge fan, Chris. Yes. And <laughs> I... You're going to yeah. enjoy it. I'm sure I will. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. All so. right, so now am I volunteering somebody? Uh, sure, I don't care. Yeah. I'm going to volunteer Candace. Me? Yeah. Okay. All right, so my list. My, um, I guess when I think of Monday morning, I don't love a Monday morning, but once it's started and everyone's where they should be, uh, Mondays are a good day. I like I I I don't know. It's just I do a, I always do a lot. I'm always really tired or have a headache on Tuesday because <laughs> I've <laughs> done too much on Monday. There's something about Mondays, but so to get my Monday started, um, yeah, I, I want like something fun and upbeat. Uh, so I don't have this now, Kathy and Chris. When you shared yours, yep. Were they in order of how you would play them? Yes. Mm. So there was a sequence. Uh -huh. Kathy? No. I think so. I think yes. so. Yeah. Okay. Mine is not. Okay. Mine's just random. I don't think I need... I, uh, I think, I mean, I recall, like, I don't think I'd be a great mixtape maker because <laughs> I don't really put a lot of thought into, oh, this, you can't have two of the same people on a mixtape no. or... Or you can't have like a slow song next to a slow song. Or as I know, Chris is, if I recall from way, I mean, I think I remember him making mixtapes, you know, not just for me, oh, yeah. cute, but like for a party we were going to or something. Oh, yeah, the Halloween mix. Yeah, yeah that was like, a good one. Super thoughtful. I, me, I'm just random, whatever. I just <laughs> like a song, I just listen to it. Um, so my first one was uh, Viva La Vida, Coldplay. Yeah. Ooh. That's a great song. Yeah, I love that song. Love it. Every single time, I could probably listen to it on a loop. Um, uh, second one, Don't Stop Me Now, Queen. Um, mm. Now, I mean, I love Queen. I for always forget I like Queen. and But this song especially makes me smile now because I think of Paul Rudd doing the lip sync battle with Jimmy Fallon. Ah. And yeah. it's, just so hilarious. I mean, he's just funny, but that he's just it just great. makes the song and for me. Um, and then I had uh, "Dog Days Are Over" Florence and the Machine. Yeah. I uh. forgot about her and the song, and I was like, "Oh, that's a great song. I love that song." It just kind of I don't know. I feel like I even need to listen to it right now to remind myself of how much I like that song. <laughs> um, the next one, maybe it's a little slower, but I like the thought behind it. It's a Jack Johnson um, upside down. And I think, I don't know if it's only from the Curious George movie, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just a sweet and nice song. And it's just kind of turn this world upside down. It's kind of have a great day kind of thing it's not fast paced it's just jack johnson so. pace jack johnson mm. yeah pace. which is it's a happy song and just sweet and um he's a happy surfer dude yeah god he's living the life <laughs> <laughs> he really is so yeah um and then my last one <laughs> it's kind of makes me laugh a little bit but um mbop hansen oh <laughs> that's great um just fun it just I don't know. I like fun, happy music for the bulk of the stuff I listen to. So Is it the original Mbop or is it like the one they re-recorded 20 years later? Oh, I don't know. Probably the original. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. Original Mbop. all the way. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Nice. So, yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one, Dave. <laughs> so, right. that's what get me going in the morning. Yeah. All right, Dave, I nominate you. <laughs> well, I guess since there's no one else... <laughs> Um, so mine is uh, much like everyone else. I think we're all pretty much berries here that we want something, you know, energy, get us going, that right, sort of thing. Right. Um, and my first song comes from uh, uh, watching TV show Umbrella Academy. Um, it's I Think We're Alone Now by Tiffany, really? <laughs> which is probably very berry like in the <laughs> sense that, you know, he does Katrina and the Waves and I'm kind of doing that sort of 80s. Right. 80s song, but I feel like after watching that episode, I really, um, you know, everyone's dancing around in the house, and I, I just feel like it's very infectious when you hear it. Like you just, you can't help yourself to move. Mm -hmm. um, 
The second song is uh, I don't know if it's very popular, but it's from a it's from a jeans commercial. It's called Makiba, oh, and it's yeah. and it's by um, the artist's name is Jane J A I N. I believe I'm pronouncing that correct. Okay. Um, but it, but it's just got a good again a good infectious beat when you hear it. It just I don't know it. Yeah, I don't know that one. Yeah. Um, my third one is uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of the movie Billy Elliot. Ah, and yeah. in the movie, there's a sound called uh, song called "Town Called Malice" by the Jam, which I think is is just yeah. a fantastic, you know, another get you moving kind of kind of song. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's during one of the scenes in the movie where he's like, uh, he's dancing like doing this big huge dance routine like in, you know, uh, in front of his dad kind of thing, which I again think it's just a great great song. Um, I'm jumping on the Hanson train. <laughs> Um, Way BFF. So there's a song. Uh, it's by one of my favorite artists, Owl City. It's called Unbelievable, and Owl City sings with Hanson. Oh. Um, this was done. They did it a couple of years ago, and it's just a another just great song. Wait, wait, hold on. That song, the song, is them singing with Hanson. Yes. The two of you cool. picked songs that Hanson in the playlist. That's crazy. Yes. We always say you're BFFs, and that's so true. <laughs> that's awesome. So. Anyone who knows me for my last one knows that I'm not a huge country fan. Right. Um, I really don't like country music. However, there's the song called Word Up, which I'm sure everyone has heard when they've heard the original so- version of the song, Word Up. But this one's by The Boss Hoss, and it's got a very country oh. take to it. Okay. So in the movie uh, Kingsman, The Golden Circle, this song plays kind of at the end. And uh, again, it's just one of those songs that when you hear it, you're like, I recognize this song, but it's got a really funky beat, even though it's a country song. Like they, okay. they, they, it, just really good. But are you saying is it a cover of Cameo's "Word Up"? Yes. But it's country. Yes. I'm fascinated. I cannot wait to hear that. Me too. <laughs> Fun. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. to listen to everyone's music. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I don't think I know a lot of it. We're gonna learn. learn we're gonna, yeah, yeah, we're gonna learn something about each other. I guess, yeah. huh? I've known Dave for over 24 years, and I would never have guessed he would put I Think We're Alone Now by Tiffany on his, <laughs> his morning, special morning mix. That's awesome. Just get you going. Yeah. Well, no, having, no, I agree. Having recently watched The Umbrella Academy, and I can picture that scene now, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a fun song. Yeah. And you kind of forget about all these fun songs out there. Like, I yeah. did. I found it challenging making a morning mix because I tend to listen to the same five artists all the time and I didn't want my Monday morning mix to just be those five (laughs) artists so I had to sit down and like I know I like more people than that I know I like more songs than that I just get kind of stuck in my music routine rut or whatever you want to call it um so yeah it's it was a fun activity i think yeah it was, it was for me too and I, i'm kicking myself a little bit because i i was going some my songs yeah i did i i forgot i forgot to put hanson on mine um <laughs> but just i was jealous <laughs> i was going through my like i've got all my music cataloged in uh in itunes and ranked and oh scored and and so i was just going through you know itunes as part of that uh-huh. uh, going through my music right. to make it but i now I'm kicking myself a little bit. Like, well, there's still music out there that I that I don't own that I right. do love, right? And I didn't even think to kind of branch out, right? Like Spotify. <sighs> Spotify. We can talk <laughs> about that. That's, yeah. Yeah. The another, that's another episode, I think. Yeah, that should be if if they made High Fidelity now. We'll have to watch the new show. Maybe the new show. I wonder if yeah. they address it in the new show. I wonder if instead of making mixtapes, they're making playlists, right? right? It's not a record store. I know. <laughs> one of these days, one of us is <laughs> going to watch the new TV yeah. series. Yeah. Um, I want to add that, um, like Chris, I loved making mixtapes when uh-huh. I was in high school and college for friends. Um, and really, I can remember spreading out all my cassettes and then CDs. And I remember at some point, I think during high school, I got one of those big stereo boom boxes that had the two cassettes oh. to record with oh, the CD yeah. player. Mm-hmm. Like game changer. I, I, game changer. <laughs> game changer. And would spend hours, hours just making mixtapes for friends, whether it was workout tapes or, um, you know, 
bonding, friendship bonding tape. So, mm. yeah, this, this was a fun a fun activity. Is this something we want to do again with top five or something, whether it's music-related or not? Oh, sure, yeah. There's lots of, uh, I mean, throughout the movie, there's tons of top fives that are called out, so we can either play along yep. or we can yeah. be inspired by or, right. um, yeah. I love that. All right. Well, then with that, do we have anything else for these five minutes? Do we hit it all? I think we did. I think we did. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, then uh, let's wrap it up for another week and just uh, remind folks that we are out on the social medias. Um, we are uh, High Fidelity Min at, uh, on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, we do have that new Spotify account, uh, which is uh, High Fidelity Top 5. So check us out there and uh, love to hear from you. And we'll be back again in a week or so talking about minutes 11 through 15. I think so. Sure. Yes. Uh, of high fidelity. This was fun. Yeah. Uh, all right. Bye now. All right. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.